What's up, everyone? I'm Benny Guadarrama. Welcome back to another episode of Founders Party, where I interview rockstar founders about their startups, their mission and vision, and the journey thus far. Today, I'm very excited and very happy to be talking to RJ Ruggles, who's the founder of Playtime. RJ, thanks for joining me. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a bright, sunny day in San Francisco today, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> great, great. It's a cloudy day in Phoenix, but I am also feeling good. Excited for our conversation. Excited to hear more about Playtime. Um, for our listeners, could you go ahead and uh, share what Playtime is and uh, what motivated you to start Playtime? Absolutely. Um, so Playtime is an adult lifestyle company, um, and we operate currently, um, one of our main focuses is our e-commerce marketplace. So we offer apparel, home goods, and accessories that are tailored to unique kink and fetish communities. Um, currently, we're focused mainly on ABDL, which stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lover, and Pup Play, which are humans who like to wear pup hoods and kind of role play um, as different, you know, people outside of, you know, their daily lives. Um, and so what we do is we provide a new kind of shopping experience and an accessibility of destigmatizing these communities, normalizing the conversation of adults being adults, and providing the kind of products that allow them to have a curated day-to-day -day experience centered around their interests. Um, and now that our e-commerce platform has kind of like gotten stabilized, now we're moving into community building. We have partnered with Ternary Dev. Um, developments, um, which allows us to monetize our Discord server so we can have a private, safe, age-gated, and well-moderated community for lifestyle kinksters. And then on the flip side, we also are um, starting to produce podcasts ourselves uh, and our mobile app launches here in a couple weeks. So people will be able to shop discreetly directly from their mobile device. Sounds exciting. Um, you know, that's uh, I'm glad you went into community because that was going to be uh, one of my questions. Um, with the growing trend of community, mm -hmm. I would imagine that more than anything, that's what's most important for playtime. Could you maybe talk about why it's so important and maybe some of the things you've learned about building your community? Absolutely. So one of the things that really kind of you know, got me going and wanting to start Playtime is actually the purging of adult content creators and the purging of adult content from various platforms. And I'm not saying this in an attacking way of against Twitter, against Tumblr, what have you, but as a good example, Tumblr purged all not safe for work content from their entire platform after Verizon purchased them, which sent all of the kink communities into a tailspin because Tumblr was where they congregated. So now you had people who established relationships and friendships, money, their lives, their jobs, you know, on this platform and they lost it all overnight. And now we see it happening with Twitter. OnlyFans is doing the same, which particularly bug bugs me because OnlyFans basically built their platform off the backs of sex workers and then turned their back on them once they got VC funding. And so because of all those issues, I felt as a person who's in this community that there wasn't a place for me. I, 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 there wasn't a place for me to share and connect and build relationships with people who had the same interests as I did. And so Playtime's goal is to provide that. And by having a private Discord server that has no public invites, that you have to go through a verification system to join, it, it just provides that opportunity for people and allows them to know if I'm talking to so-and-so on this platform, I can trust that they're a real person, that they're not a scammer or a bot, and that they're not going to judge me for what I'm into, which as, a hum as human beings, especially after COVID, we all are begging for community. We're, we're dying to connect with people. That's, that's just part of human nature. And I, we desire to provide that. And I think it's going to be critical to our growth because otherwise, you know, what, it, what, it, what are we? We're just a website where you can buy a hoodie. 
Um, you know, community is just, it's so important to what we do. And I think it's so much more important to other brands than I think they realize, um, which is why you see community and the creator economy just really taking off. Great, yeah, um, I agree. Community is important. And um, I think you're going about it the right way, especially when I had not known about, you know, um, about the players that like uh, um, Tumblr and OnlyFans. I did not know that they had changed their whole way of functioning. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see that early on you're you're basing that community strongly. Um, and it's also like you said, growing the platform uh, playtime. You know, that's that's a main goal of why the community is there. What would you say um, for your community, your customers? Um, is what what's what's your shopping experience? um like to them and and could you describe that for yeah absolutely it's actually one of my favorite parts of playtime i mean no one's able to see it but i'm wearing this bright you know dino rainbow dino button up with you know and it's and one of the things that people love about our brand and what i always try to do is i try to make it accessible but wearable you know all of the products that we offer are stuff that you can go to the store in that you can you know enjoy in your day-to-day life but it's still ties back and relates to those interests that you're into you know as an example i consider myself an abdl you know i'm not ashamed of it It is it's, it is what i am into is what i do and i like dressing in retro style clothing you know my favorite way to introduce people is hi i'm rj ruggles i dress like i never grew up i'm stuck in the 90s and i look like a toddler you know that's just the way that i you know i present myself and the way i like to live my life and so with our shopping experience, we try to make that like that. You know, our website has no adult imagery. It has no 18 plus imagery. We don't use lewd photography. All of our branding is really bright and fun and engaging because we want the community and people who discover us to understand that this isn't sleazy. This isn't dirty. This isn't, it's weird. I'm not going to lie about it. It's weird. It's by its very nature. It's weird. But that's what makes it fun is that it's different. It's exciting and it's unique. And it's providing a sense of community and products to to an entire industry that doesn't have anywhere to go. You know, my favorite one-liner is that we are going to be the Etsy of kink, allowing, you know, artists, designers, furniture builders, you know, artisans to finally have a way to offer their products in an accessible way to community members because we're not, you know, getting locked out of Shopify. We're not getting locked out of the app store because we don't present ourselves in a branding sense as, you know, what you would see traditionally from adult entertainment brands. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I love your transparency. I love your spirit. Um, and your passion clearly shows uh, for playtime. And, Thank you. And, um, and it sounds like customers are happy about your products. And you said that um, you will become the Etsy of kinks. And so like when I think of Etsy, I also think of Redbubble. Um, mm-hmm. You have artists right now that are contributing to your um, to your products? Yeah, so I, I'm super happy you asked that question because this is one of the things I'm super excited about. Um, we actually have two major initiatives that we're launching currently. And um, just, to, just to clarify, I'm completely solo. I did everything with Playtime by myself. Um, until two months ago when I first got our first virtual assistant. Um, Playtime did 43,000 in its first six months. You know, we've done 22K year to date. We actually were closed 
between January to February because I was moving from Ohio to San Francisco. <laughs> so um, since it, since we reopened at the end of February, you know, we really have just started to take off. And now that I have help, <laughs> I, <Sorry. laughs> you know, now that I have help, I've been able to really kind of accelerate what we're doing. And so the first part is our partner program. So what this allows us to do is there's two sides to it. Artists are now going to be able to design custom apparel, home goods and accessory using our supply chain on demand. So we developed um, an entire portal. We actually used Airtable as the back end, and then I built the front end on Softer. Um, so completely no code, completely visual dev, love it. Mm -hmm. um, and what it allows us to do is artists are able to submit all the art assets. They're able to say what product titles, what types. We take that using Integromat. I built a connection, so it uploads it to our Google Drive, alerts us in our Discord server, creates the Notion task, and assigns it to my assistant. She builds the product pages, and then I go in and approve it and set all the shipping, and boom, we have products available to sale. Um, so it's really streamlined the ability for us to have a variety of different um, products because artists are able to upload and take down and change their, their um, library at any time, and it allows us to have fresh products coming out regularly without us having to invest money into hiring an artist or commissioning new designs. Um, and that's in addition to our in-house um, products that I've designed myself or commissioned from other artists. And then the other side, which I'm super excited about is the vendors. So if you're already selling on Shopify, Etsy, WooCommerce, um, and we're slowly gonna integrate other e-commerce platforms, all you do is you sign up, you sync your platform, and depending on which one you're on, um, Shopify and WooCommerce are full sync. So you'll be able to select what products you want to sell on Playtime's website. We'll pull all the product data automatically. It'll be available. We set up all the shipping um, details. And now customers can shop from multiple different vendors in one single place. Those That order information is routed to your dashboard. You fulfill it as normal. The tracking number comes back to us and goes out to the customer. Um, and so we're trying to make it in a, in a way where vendors and established companies, established brands can reach our hyper-targeted demographic, but they don't have to migrate. They don't have to worry about managing a separate sales channel. We do all of that ourselves. Um, and then for platforms like Etsy, where it's a little bit more separated, we actually have a vendor portal where all the orders show up. You can mark them as fulfilled. You even can get commercial shipping rates from our individual accounts and then market as fulfilled and you're done. Um, so we just want to make it easy and accessible for adult lifestyle brands to reach this demographic because we've already done the work in building um, in building the platform, reaching these people and focusing on them in a way that other brands can't. Right on. Thank goodness for help. That's oh, awesome. dude. <laughs> I could not do Like, I wish it, my assistant Kim is incredible. You know, I actually used magic. Um, we actually don't work with them anymore, but... Um, I found, their, found her through a, a platform called Magic, and I originally hired her just to be a VA for help desk. This woman, you know, for, is in the Philippines, never heard of ABDL, not kinks, kinky at, like into this stuff at all, and she mm -hmm. has just been gung-ho. She does all of our social media um, uh, artwork, our designs, so she edits all of our photos for us, you know, so she's just chilling in her house editing photos of, of adults in diapers and like showing off their clothes and she has no problem with it. And it's just been, it's just been so encouraging. It's great to see yeah. people who don't live this life, understand it and not judge it and just be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Let's do this thing. You know, it's, it's just really rewarding. Yep. Shout out Kim. Shout out Kim. Yeah, shout out to Kim. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, it sounds like you are, um, you have a good process going and you have that streamlined um, 
way for artists and ven uh, vendors to transition easily onto playtime, which is great. Um, what could you paint the picture for me about how the current landscape for this market looks like? How? Absolutely. And that's actually one of the thing reasons why I always use Etsy of Kink as a fun little one-liner is because currently a lot of these sellers are on Etsy. And it's similar to Amazon. You know, you, you go on Amazon, you build your store, you put up your products and cool, you instantly have access to millions of shoppers. But here's the problem. If I am an individual who is interested in shopping and I go to Etsy, I'm now in a sea of different kinds of, of vendors. And it could be very, very difficult to differentiate yourself and to separate yourself and reach the people who are looking to shop. If you go on Etsy and do a search for kink or a search for leather or a search for fetish or any of those kind of keywords, you get so many shop, so many different stores that you don't even know where to start. And the other issue is that a lot of these, a lot of the ones that you see on there, and this is an issue that Etsy has been trying to tackle, is you get people who are just drop shipping stuff from Alibaba. They're drop shipping stuff from AliExpress or Wish. They're not actually someone who's in this community involved in it, who cares about it. They're just looking to make a quick buck. Mm. And so it can be really difficult to stand out. And then taking things further, if you're an artist, maybe you're hand making leather hoods or you're designing, you know, these really amazing, you know, leather shirts and things like that by hand, you might be an amazing artist, but you have no idea how to build an e-commerce store. You have no idea how to do SEO. You have no idea where to even start with building a Twitter following. Don't worry about that. Let us do it for you. Let us reach this demographic. Let us do the work and trying to reach this community that needs it. And then you can just focus on doing what you do best, which is creating your products. Um, and so that's what, why we're doing it. It's because we recognize that there is no place on the internet to accessibly and easily reach people who are looking for these products. And that's what Playtime is trying to fix. Great, great, thanks. I appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, I talk a lot, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> talk all you want talk all you want i love it that's what we're here for <laughs> no it's great <laughs> yeah and uh, what would you say today mm -hmm. um is your primary focus i know you said that you're focused on on creating that process for artists and vendors but maybe I, let, let me let me let me rephrase the question. Actually, not rephrase. I'm just going to ask a totally different question. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead and answer like what your KPIs and what metrics you're aiming mm -hmm. for today. But mm -hmm. also, um, what's your, what's your, uh, how do you envision playtime 10, 15 years from now? Absolutely. So it's actually funny you mentioned that. I have an advisor who's been giving me a lot of advice. And one of the first things he said when we started working together two months ago, he said, RJ, you're trying to do too much too fast. You need to figure out where you can put your attention first focus on that, let that build, let that get some steam and then move on to the next. And so, and, I and he's right, he's right. I was just doing too much. So the main two focuses for me is growth on our platform, you know, allowing us to continue building, you know, all of our growth has been organic. I have never bought a Facebook ad. I have never bought a Google ad. I've never even bought, you know, a Twitter ad, none of it. Um, it's been completely organic. And we've really relied a lot on influencer marketing, on social media marketing and email marketing. And so that is where we're focused. You know, we, we are already getting the new customers. Now we need to focus on establishing great relationships with our existing ones. Um, and so that's our focus is growing our e-commerce platform and reaching new suppliers. So we have a wider variety of products to offer our existing customers. And then on the other side, building a community for them to be able to connect, make friends, interact and start to have 
this safe space to be themselves completely independent from our products. Mm -hmm. So that way they can interact with Playtime both as a shopper and as a community member so they can feel valued and appreciated and then provide us valuable feedback on ways that we can continue to improve. Um, so 10 to 15 years from now, I would love to be in a space where we have four different pillars to Playtime, which I like to call the Playtime Circle. Our e-commerce and marketplace, where we're able to sell a variety of different products to kinksters from all kinds of walks of life. Our studios, which goes into us producing podcasts, where we can really allow kinksters who are Twitch streamers, maybe producing podcasts, creating content and media, allowing them to work accessibly and have the resources to do it in the right ways, um, along with financial literacy, tax assistance, et cetera. The third piece would be our community, you know, providing a great place for people to meet, make friends, maybe build a gaming group, have an online D&D campaign, what have you on our Discord server. And then of course the fourth, making shopping accessible, having our mobile app where you can interact and shop, but from that mobile app, get to our Discord server, watch our latest YouTube videos, listen to our latest podcast, all from a single mobile app on your phone. Um, so that's the goal. That's the 10 to 15 year goal. And as you can imagine, that's a hell of a lot. So I got a lot of work ahead of me, but I, I'm not fearful. I'm excited. And honestly, I, I don't think anyone else has taken the time to care about people like this in the way that we do. And as a person who spent his whole life feeling ashamed of the fact that I put on a diaper every night, um, it's really nice to find a community of people who get it, understand it, don't judge it, and who are willing to support us on our mission. Great. I'm excited for you. Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm rooting for you. Go RJ. Organic growth is the best growth. Um, it is. I tell everyone that. I'm like, yes, yeah. I understand that for a lot of direct-to-consumer brands, Facebook's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, as a person who has a lot of ethical issues with Facebook, I'm really proud of that point. It's one of my favorite points to mention with people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and clicking through your website earlier, I see that, you know, you emphasize community and it, it shows and, you know, you're, you're already planning on, you know, how to grow them, how to keep them happy in the community mm -hmm. while it's playing games, video games. And so I think that's great. Um, and I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, yep. Yeah, and if going into my last question, if someone was interested in learning more about playtime, um, why, whether it, it is to, um, invest or to partner or to become a, a customer and a part of your community, what's the best way that they can reach you um, online? Uh, best ways are email or Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm a Twitter addict, I admit it. Uh, so Twitter is just life with RJ spelled A-R-J-A-Y. Um, and then you can always, always send me an email. It's just rj at playtime.co. And then if you want to text me, uh, at this point, I love my phone number, for my, my business phone number is 628-628-PLAY. Love it. <laughs> Love it. The poor, yeah, the poor cell phone rep was scrolling for 10 minutes trying to get that, that, that phone number, and I love it. So yeah, you can reach me any of those three ways, and I'd be happy to talk. Even if you're just a regular person, like, what the heck is all of this? Mm -hmm. I, love ex I love explaining it. I, I really do, because... What's, what is more hilarious than hearing about people who dress like the way I do and have this weird life? You know, it's just fun to learn about other human beings. So yes, I'm always definitely. willing to talk. Sweet, sweet. Well, I wish you all the best going forward. Um, we'll be in contact. I appreciate your time. I thank you so much for joining um, Founders Party uh, today. And yeah, th thanks. And all, all, all the best. Thanks so much. And I hope you have a wonderful one. Thanks, you too.
Bye.